This is Professor X, and you're tuned into the Who's Your Daddy Godcast Network. Questions? You have them. Let's open up the mailbag in today's Godcast Q&A. Hello, everybody. Hello. Frank and Christina Sasso coming at you with the Q&A for questions compiled in April. And I got a Q&A coming up, too. Bella, thank you. Okay, let's jump right in. Okay. And this list comes with a picture, but we're going to save that for last, and I'll put it on the site for all to see. I have not seen any of these questions. No, Christina never sees the questions beforehand. So she's hearing the question for the first time, just like you are, podcastia. First off, Mortified. This comes from Mortified. Mm. These so-called Christians talk about anything and everything. Wait a minute, is that us? Yeah, we're the so-called Christians. Okay. We talk about anything and everything. It's all sex, drugs, and rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like no topic is off. When do we talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll? Uh, Okay. I don't know. It seems like no topic is off limits. No topic topic is off limits. They don't seem to understand that there's a level of secrecy to the Christian life. There is? Really? She's right. I don't... She... I'm assuming it's a woman. It must be a secret. I'm assuming it's a woman. No one told us. We uh, we are... uh, Do you always assume it's a woman? I don't know. I guess I do. Because I assume it's a man. Yeah, well, there you go. All right. How dare they try to be authentic and honest? Hide your skeletons. Appearance is more important than the heart. Pray, (laughs) repent, and stop doing this show. In that order? (laughs) You want us to do it in that order? I think so. Pray, then repent... Then stop doing this show. Right. Appearance is more important than the heart. What does Come that mean? Come on. That's a joke. <laughs> Hide your skeletons. Wait a minute. That is a joke. You think someone's joking around? Yes. But I don't get it. What, I don't get joke? it either. But it's like, oh, appearance is more important than the heart? Really? <laughs> that is the most unbiblical statement. How that you dare they try to be authentic and honest? <laughs> we should be deceptive yes. and dishonest. Yes. All the time. <laughs> and secretive and mysterious. More sex, drugs, and rock and roll, I say. <laughs> What? Well, thank you, Mortified. What's the question, no, wait Mortified? A wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No question is off limits. That's right. true. Now, granted, well, no topic, it says. Topic. Uh, no topic. Basically, because we want to be an open book. We want to be, uh, blah, 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 what's that word? Transparent. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if people have questions, and they're agonizing over these questions, and maybe we have some insight or revelation on it, by all means, Yes. However, right. <laughs> this, the, what tips me off right here that this has got to be a joke is like appearance is more important than the heart. Now, I don't know anything about this person. And I'm not going to beat them <laughs> up. I'm just going to say, ma'am or sir, mm. you need to read the word right. because Jesus clear, <laughs> clearly states that <laughs> God does not look at outward appearance. Exactly. He looks at the heart. Right. So right there, I, I, you know, I don't know what Christianity you're practicing, but we'll pray for you, yeah, and we yeah. thank you for your email. Fine. And, and listen, and if this is a joke, let us know, because really. <laughs> right. It's okay. I don't care. Okay, next. This is next. Uh, next entry is from the uh, Texas 10-Step 72. Ooh. Texas 10-Step. I laid hands on this sick person like Christina does and started praying in tongues, and shortly after... The person had a heart attack and was rushed to the hospital. 
I went to see him in the hospital, and as I came into his room, he started screaming, Keep him away from me! His heart monitor started beeping like crazy, and I ran out of the hospital. I felt like I prayed wrong or something. <laughs> Could I have inadvertently prayed for a heart attack without oh knowing? Oh, my God, no. I didn't pray in my mind for him to have a heart attack. Honest. Please help. What do I do? I feel terrible about this. Keep him away from me. <laughs> Did I inadvertently pray for a heart No, attack? absolutely not. You should tell the, the story about what happened with you. Right, I know. I was thinking about that. Look, you lay hands on the sick. You carry Jesus in you, okay? Please don't let the devil take a stronghold here and right. s- start whispering in your ear that, oh my God, you created this situation absolutely that's a lie from the pit of hell you just keep doing what the word says to do and lay hands on the sick and believe with all your heart that they are healed now they have something to do with it as well right so you don't know where this person's at i mean maybe you you had an inkling maybe they told you something but you know they have a part to play when jesus laid hands on the sick there were sick people that didn't get well He couldn't heal any sick people in his hometown because they didn't believe that he could do it because they knew him too well. He grew up in the town. He was the carpenter's son. Oh, he can't. What what, what are we going to believe? This guy, who does he think he is? So he couldn't do any miracles in his town. Keep that in mind when you lay hands on the sick. There has to be a partnership. Don't take the blame. I'll tell you a quick story. My neighbor wasn't feeling well. I was outside. She came over to me. Yeah, right on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. I prayed for her. Was that the time the demoniac was next? Yes. Okay, so there was a, a woman who was demonically oppressed, like hovering over us. You were praying for right, her. Right, and she was hovering. And when, she was when like, you opened your eyes, this woman was there. was there. Right, she was hovering right, around. Right. I find out like a couple days later, oh, Evelyn was rushed to the hospital. She called from the hospital and left a message. It said, call me right away. Like immediately th- you think, I prayed for her and now she's in the hospital. Great. Right. right. So I call her back. She goes... Oh, my God, I want to thank you so much for praying for me. Now I'm confused. She said, because if I hadn't gone to the hospital that day, they wouldn't have found something that was wrong with me. I was given the wrong medication in the wrong amounts. If I wasn't rushed to the hospital, I would have died. It was because you prayed. (laughs) She made the connection. It's because you prayed. I got rushed to the hospital and they figured out why I was feeling the way I, I was feeling and it was because of the medication and the dosages I was taking mm. was all out of whack. They did lots of tests and they figured out how to straighten everything out. I'm feeling great and I'm going to be released. So thank you so much for praying. Amen. Right. So that's the, that's the story in a nutshell. So, you know, don't give up on this. Keep praying for this person that you prayed for because who knows maybe that's a similar situation maybe he was rushed to the hospital because there was an issue and in his state of mind he maybe he couldn't receive the healing in a spiritual way maybe he had to go to the doctor and the doctors had to find out something that was going on you know a healing can come in that way as well sure right Right? It, it, it depends on our level of faith too right you know and the person's level of faith who's sick and who you who you're praying for exactly. so do not get yourself in a tizzy over this you just keep laying hands on the sick with full confidence and mm. just do what the word says i believe you're going to hear back from this guy in amen. a good way amen okay tom boyd jackson 89 says i love how frank explained the whole three days three nights thing I've always thought about that, and it never really sat right with my understanding. It was always one of those things that I just said, okay, whatever about. Does he do podcasts alone often? 
I am doing one next week. Mm-hmm. And it's a two-parter? <laughs> it's going to be a two-parter. Right. Because it's about expansion. It's right. a, a word that the Lord dropped on me. I don't do them alone often, though. I, I just don't do them alone often. Because Frank prepares for it. Because Frank is a process person. He, yes. He has to sit with it and write it out. And, and I'm like, I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah, hit record. Boom. Whatever happens. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I got ah. the Bible. I got my notes. I'm, I'm good. Because <laughs> I'm a product person. <laughs> so there you go. Next entry is from Torn Troy. Torn Troy. My pastor doesn't agree that you should say that you're the righteousness of God. He said it's very dangerous to say such things because it sounds like you're saying you're equal with the Lord. He said that we are blessed sinners at best. Blessed sinners. That's a new one. No. So hang on. No. Thoughts? Yeah. I feel in the middle here. On one hand, you guys make the word make total sense. And on the other hand, he's, uh, well, he's my pastor. Your pastor. What should I think? What should you think? Whoa, whoa, Here's, whoa. Here. Uh, go ahead. You, you take the word. Uh, you, 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 you have the mind of Christ, okay, you blessed sinner? No! <laughs> You're not a blessed sinner! Oh, no! That's such a new you one. Just, you know what? You just took everything Jesus did on the cross and threw it in the garbage, okay? Right. Do you think that's good? You think that's a... a, 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 a <laughs> I wish I had this on video right now. You, you, <laughs> it's gonna explode. It's gonna implode. <laughs> hey Troy, you're feeling torn. You should see my wife right now, and she knows she's a righteous god. <laughs> I got really hot. Right now. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> your your fire engine red. Oh my god! Why don't you get a glass of ice water? I'm good. I'm good. Listen. Oh. <laughs> I can't answer it. What should I think? Well, Torn Troy, listen, I can I can tell what you can I can tell what you're thinking already because the way you wrote this, you said he's uh well, he's my pastor, which means, well, you know, I should listen to my pastor, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not if he's not saying what the word says, you don't listen to him, no. <sighs> okay. However, my wife is a lot more fiery. Now, I feel on like this. I'm answering every question and I don't wanna like I don't wanna hog the the mic here. We've done over 150 of these shows, <laughs> and now you're saying, oh, I don't want to hog the mic. I just realized. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Where to begin? All right. Number one. Yes. Torn Troy. <laughs> Be torn no longer. Hmm. You have the same capability as anybody else from the Pope to your pastor to the bishop, to the cardinal, the cardinal, to We're the head, Catholic. the head. No, I'm not saying. No, I'm just naming the names. You oh, know, the head all... muckety muck yeah. of the church of the highest point of Order. heaven. Right. Whatever, <laughs> you have the same ability to divide the word, right. to understand the word, to get a revelation of the word. All right? So do not think that your pastor is the one and only and the, the arbiter of, you know, knowledge of the word. No, the word is for all of us. Right. Equally. Hmm. God is no respecter of persons. Please take your pastor off the pedestal. He must be or she might be a wonderful person. I'm not taking anything away from them. Here's what I try to do. And sometimes my flesh gets in the way, so please forgive me. (laughs) I try and just be grateful that I got the revelation. Because not everybody gets the revelation of how good God is. 
and who you are in Christ and who he made you in Christ and, and how that makes you so grateful and how that makes you love the Lord. It's very hard to love someone you don't know. It's very hard to love someone you don't understand. But when you get an inkling of understanding of what God did for you, what Jesus did for you, and, and how much you are loved and how you are in right standing with God, you are right up there with Jesus. Yes, you are co-heirs, co-heirs. I'm quoting from the Bible there. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't make it up. Right. So you are co-heirs with Jesus to the throne of God. You have an open door to run in and jump on his lap because he's your big papa in heaven. Mm-hmm. With that standing, you are the righteousness of God. And when you start to comprehend that, all you want to do is be grateful and love him more. When you get that revelation, you're grateful for it. And that how, wow. Thank you, Lord, for opening my mind and heart to that revelation. Now you want to pray for your pastor in hopes and in expectation that he will get the same revelation. Yes. However, now you might not like this, and he certainly is not going to like this. If you find that you keep going and praying and being frustrated, you need to leave, leave and find another church. Right. Because you're just hurting him and yourself. Because you're just going to get frustrated, and that's going to come out <laughs> when you're in church. It will come out. And he's going to be angry and frustrated. Right. So it's better for you to leave and pray for him and find your own path in the right direction right. than to try and stay there and muscle it out. Trust us, it doesn't work. Right. We've been there, done that. It yeah, does, does not, not work. work. And when you do that, you will go from torn Troy to triumphant Troy. You just leave on a high note. Say thank you very much for all your help, and uh, I just feel like I need to go somewhere else. Oh, or just leave, whatever. Right. I don't know what your relationship is. Anyway, as far as, <laughs> as far yeah, as, I think we're good. I know. I just want you to understand that you are the righteousness of God. If you can get a revelation of that, everything else falls into place. Your finances, your health, your relationships, your ministry, your, your mental state, your, your, me- influence, your everything, everything will start to fall into place if. If you wake up every day saying, I am the righteousness of God, I am the righteousness of God, and you start studying what that means, you will be at rest. When you are at rest, you will see miracles happen from tiny little ones to big giant ones. So please keep pursuing that righteousness of God revelation. So when you hear that you're a blessed sinner, you can, you can rest in the fact that you're not. You are not a sinner. You are not a sinner. You are not a sinner. If that is the case, then how disrespectful to the work of the cross. Ah. Okay, we're going to move on now. All right. Okay, Troy? All right. Good boy. All right. <laughs> Next. I don't have pants, but I have Jesus. <laughs> All right. This is interesting. It's too hot for kids. <laughs> I was homeless and doing sexual favors for drugs. Oh, there's the sex, drugs, and we just need rock and roll. We're good. I was doing sexual favors for drugs. Then another transient let me hear this podcast. Another transient? Wow. Who's listening to this show? That is so cool. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, mama, maybe they were riding on the rails. I know what a transient is. I was a transient, and I, I'm so glad I'm home now. Okay, I'll be quiet. Thank you. Then another transient let me hear this podcast. I'm forever changed. There's one really psychotic, bald guy, Frank. (laughs) He has a nasally voice, but I can deal. (laughs) Really? I have a nasally voice? It's a New York thing. The science guy, Keith. The science guy. (laughs) 
He sounds like he might smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> oh my god. And the girl Christina sounds great, but likes wine a lot. Well, that's true. Ay ay ay. Compared to me, they're refined gentlemen and a classy lady. Keep up the great work. We need to hear this stuff to be better people for God. Amen. I love that. <laughs> I'm not the psychotic bald guy and the science guy. I love people's <laughs> like um, perceptions. I know. It's so, so cool. Wow. And n- nobody smokes weed. No, we don't not smoke that, weed. Not that, like, you know, now it's going to be legal. Oh, we had that question from Tyler, remember? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, check that's out right. That, that podcast. Check out that at weidentify.us. Yeah. Next one is from Joshua Well. The transparency and willingness to talk about any topic is so refreshing. I appreciate the work being done each week. Honestly, really important. Funny, real, relevant, and those show and segment intros, oh my. <laughs> well, thank you, Joshua. That's good. That was a nice thing. Okay. So, so I guess we are honest and... <laughs> and relevant, I, I guess we are. That's good. That's a good thing. Next one is from Warrior Woman. Yes! Why don't we hear stories about Deborah, the only female judge in the Bible? Would Christina consider doing an episode about her? All we ever hear about are the men of the Bible. What about the badass women of the Bible? And Come there on. are. And look at and the, way the, the way she spelled that. With yes, ampersand I know, and dollar I do that too. Okay. Yes. So you would consider doing an episode about Deborah? Sure. There are more more women too. Think about Esther. Okay. Now I gotta think about the women and their time. You know, they weren't like they were property basically. They didn't have a lot of like rights. So if you look at Esther for her time, she was a badass, and so was Ruth. They operated within the time period. They operated within their realm of influence, and they they made changes. Now, Deborah was a little bit more like a warrior. Yeah. She was a judge. Right. She had a position of authority. But there were others, even the woman in the temple that met Jesus as a baby. She was important enough to be put in there. And Look at the woman who went and grabbed his robe yeah, the issue of and said, woman. if I grab his robe, that's a badass. Like, because she was out of the house. She was a woman who had an issue of blood. She was not and clean. And she was, she was unclean. Right. And she went into a crowd. She could have been killed for that. She just did it anyway. Right. So even though they get a small mention, you don't get the big, you know, David stories and the big, you know, Samuel stories and, the, you know... They are those are important women woven through the story yeah. of the Bible. So yes, I will. I will. Thank you. And also on the on the other end of that, Jezebel, she was not a, a wimp. This woman, I mean, right. she was she ev- was on the she bad was side, oppressed with right. evil and right. everything. But right. Ahab was a wuss. But we want to hear about the winners. Here's some really good, exciting news. We have women today operating in a different society that are going to be written in the books of the stories. So when we get to heaven, we're going to hear about these women who you don't hear about today. Yeah, there are some that are in the news or or they have big ministries that you hear about. But there are women today who are doing things that we're going to hear about in heaven. And we're going to go, wow, that's so cool. So you, you probably are one of them. Tell us your stories, women, out there in the field, out there on the front line. I know you're out there. You're the Debras of today. You're the Esthers of today. Amen. You're the Ruths of today. Right. You know, what are your stories? I know you got them. So tell us about them. Tell us your ministry stories, your victories, your testimonies. Yeah. Because that, that's all getting written down in Absolutely. heaven. And we're going to talk about it over coffee and wine and great food. And we're going to be just 
re- just recounting all these wonderful sure. stories. And if you like proof of that, it's in the Bible. Look it up. It says it talks about God writing things down as a rem- remembrance. Okay, next question is from the Prince of Passivity. I have one simple question that would really help me out, and I would like Frank to answer it with no coaching, input, silent lip <laughs> movement, or help from Christina. <laughs> silent lip movement. I don't do that. Or help from Christina. Frank. All right, I'm closed. Frank, what would you say passivity does to men, and what causes it? Okay, first of all, fear causes it. Fear causes all of that kind of stuff, all right? Passivity makes angry losers, basically, in life. That's what passivity does. When, when you're passive, it can make you into a dangerously dishonest, unreliable, and even lead to outbursts of tremendous anger and violence. It can fill somebody with self-loathing, gets them to mistake their failure in life for God's sovereignty. These people who are filled with passivity or who are passive... Eventually, they start blaming God for their wasted lives when God has already given them a plan to escape their passive and fearful lifestyle. And many of these people have not been shown this escape route until now, meaning through this podcast. So that is my answer as far as passivity and what causes it. I hope that helps. Okay, next question. Where to go? I have two weeks of vacation time. With so much sin in the world, how do I go about doing the researching of the destination I will be visiting as a born-again Christian? How do I know which area of places are God-fearing and which areas have sin acting out? I want to enjoy my vacation and not worry about sin popping up in my face. Should I try and find a Christian travel agent, maybe? (sighs) They want to know where to go on vacation and not encounter sin. Okay, maybe you, you should have just to get in a space pod <laughs> yeah. and go into the outer atmosphere. I won't even say stay home because you're likely no. to run into sin there too. Yeah, the world the world is seeped in sin. You, you know that's why we're here to be a light. Right. I'm not saying go to a sinful place and you know. <laughs> right. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, so please don't write us letters saying that we're promoting you know whatever. <laughs> Here's what you do. Number one. You have a lot of, uh, you know, beautiful places in the world that God made for your enjoyment. Look at it that way, okay? Look at it like this world is a beautiful place. As broken as it is and as fallen as it is, God made a beautiful world for us to enjoy. I feel like there's anxiety in this. You're going on vacation. It should be something to look forward to and enjoy. So pray about it. Say, Holy Spirit, I want to go where you send me. I want to go where, you know, I'm going to have a beautiful time. I'm going to meet wonderful people. Maybe have opportunities to witness. And then, you know, just meditate on it. And then maybe you'll get an impression of a place that you want to go. And don't worry about the sin. The sin has been dealt with in your life. So don't keep it at the forefront of your mind. Keep Jesus at the forefront of your mind. Keep the fact that you're the righteousness of God in the forefront of your mind. It doesn't matter what surrounds you. You're still the righteousness of God. Stop thinking and looking at the sin and look at Jesus and you won't sink. You'll always walk on the water. Okay, this is from L. Burks. As a product of the 90s, 2000s, youth ministry, this podcast is my jam. Every word that comes out of this podcast is relatable and refreshing. It's a safe place to tackle faith tensions and questions about church and church culture. That being said, my question is for Christina. Christina, my boyfriend is out of control. 
He talks very loudly and at times is extremely inappropriate, embarrassing, and politically incorrect. Does your husband Frank ever get like that? And if so, what do you do to rein him in? <laughs> if your husband is not like that, do you have any advice on how to handle it? I know he loves me and would do anything for me, and I also know that everything he does, he does to strengthen our relationship. I just wish he'd watch it sometimes. I'm not trying to change who he is, the righteousness of God. I just wish he'd temper that energy sometimes. Okay. Frank is kind of like that sometimes. He gets wound up. He gets loud. He gets a little bit like over the top. And we have discussions about it (laughs) afterwards. Usually on the spot, I will kick him under the table or tap his thigh and say, all right. Stop it. Stop. Calm (laughs) down. Or something like that. So, I mean, like we're real people. We're a real married couple. We argue about it sometimes, and I think that you can have the conversation on neutral ground after emotions have dissipated. Try not to argue when you're angry and say, you know, you made me feel really uncomfortable the other night, and I don't want to change just what you said. What you said to us, you could say to him, say, I know you love me, and I know you want to build our relationship, but this makes me feel really uncomfortable. So what can I do as your wife slash girlfriend that can indicate to you that this is what you're doing right now at this at that that time maybe in a group or whatever that's making me feel uncomfortable and maybe making the other people feel uncomfortable do you want me to say something or do you want me to just so like you're giving him some power in this situation you're just not like going you and i want you to stop this blah 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 so just if you make it known how you feel and he cares about how you feel he's going to want to Try and fix it. Right. I would, would like to say two things. Okay. Yeah, coming from me, so maybe you, maybe if you want your the boyfriend to listen. The guy's perspective. I am politically incorrect, and I'm not going to apologize for it. I actually think we're both we're, we're both kind of politically incorrect. Politically incorrect is actually not a bad thing. Right, but I do think that you you have to pick. It, you don't want off-put people. No. Turn them off. And, okay. No. Okay. Right. But here's the other thing. Well, first of all, I'm sorry if I ever embarrass you and are inappropriate. <laughs> Number one. That's number one. Number two. Actually, number one was politically incorrect. That was number two. Number three is this. I very much care about my wife's feelings. In addition to that, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I get carried away. I'm in the moment. The energy is high, and it's like I'm having a good time. And, you know, I, I, I get a little carried away. And that's when Chris will give me a look or a nudge or a poke or she'll a say kick. something or a kick. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> it doesn't mean we don't love you. And I know you know, and I know you say this, and I know you know this, but just hearing it from another guy who sometimes goes through this as well, we don't not care. Meaning guys. Yeah, guys, well, your boyfriend, well, I can't speak even for your boyfriend, but I can speak for us. I don't not care about my wife's feelings. I want to be more sensitive to it. And I think for the most part, guys can learn. <laughs> and when we got something, we got it. Once we learn it, it's there. We got it in our head, and it's never it's never moving ever again. Sometimes it takes a little longer for some things. Sometimes it takes a little shorter for some things. Just have hope, be patient, love him, empower him, like Christina said, and give it to the Lord. Because the Lord can do it like no one else, and it'll work. Okay? So that's what I have to say about that. Okay. Podcast, dear resident in Alaska. Ooh. Can someone, maybe Christina... They love they love asking you to do stuff. <laughs> Can someone, maybe Christina, do a podcast about bullying in high schools and what Christians can do about it? 
All right, so that's Deborah and now Bully. I just, <laughs> I just what? had a very just visceral response to that. What? The bully is basically a coward. Yes. The bully is scared. Right. The bully has something to hide or is fearful of people discovering that they are scared. Right. And discovering they are cowards. Exactly. So the best way to deal with a bully is to expose them. Right. And how do you do that? <laughs> this is the podcast right here. Say, beat the crap. Beat the crap out of them. Okay. The and then after you do that, then what? <laughs> then you love them. Then you pray for healing. No, then you love them. <laughs> and then you say, look, dude, all right, are we done with this? I don't know. I, I, I've never experienced bullying, I have to say. I, I haven't. So I have you? Well, I could say the person's name, but this is a long, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It was not a big, he was the neighborhood bully. All right, so what did you do? You know, I uh, freaked out one what night. Mean you freaked out? I freaked out on him, and I never saw him again. Like, he never what bothered you mean me you again. freaked out? What I, like, you know, he, he came up to me, and I just started screaming and, like, you know. Flailing. Kept flailing and whatever, and I, I, I was freaking out physically. <laughs> and I never but saw him. But you didn't him. beat him up or No, no, I was just freaking out. He thought I, maybe he thought I was nuts. Or he never came and he never came near me never, again, ever again. Did you ever see him again? I don't remember ever seeing him again after that. <laughs> see, that's that's what I'm talking <laughs> so, about. So that's that's I, you know I'm, I, I know I, I know that's kind of a simplistic, and it goes deeper and <laughs> and and it can involve more than one bully. So sure, that I was just so. I just that was just my off the cuff, <laughs> non researched, non prayed up response. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. So you could think about doing a podcast on okay. Next entry is from Moonlighting. I heard Frank Sasso on a podcast called Catching Up with Vince. Oh, okay. He sounds exactly the same on that podcast as he does on this one. The guy, Vince, doesn't seem to be a Christian because I noticed chakra colors on his podcast art. Was he okay with Frank talking about Jesus on his show? How did Frank get away with that? Awesome. Vince is one of my clients. And he invited me on his show, and he knows where I stand, and I wasn't going to hold back. So that's how I got away with it, quote-unquote, got away with it. Yeah, people know where we stand. I like that you said you sounded the same on his show as you do on this show. Yeah, that's Because that's, that's we're cool. the same wherever we yeah, go. Yeah, we're not going to change. Like, if we're with people who are atheists, we're the same. Right. If we're people who are Christians, we're the same. Exactly. If we're people who are with people who are Hindus, we're the same. Mm-hmm. We are the same. Where we, So what you see is what you get. And people know where we stand. Yeah. And because I like make it. no bones about it. Amen. Like, I'm a Christian, and I'm a loudmouth Christian. Um, I'm a radical Christian, and I will lay hands on you. So yeah. watch out. We're not Bible thumpers. <laughs> we don't say, repent, repent, repent. No, no we just no. bring the power of Jesus wherever we go, and people love it. Right. Why wouldn't they? Because wherever Jesus went, people loved him. Yes. Who are the only people that didn't love him? The religious folk. Ah, the religious the folk. The Pharisees and the Sadducees. Right. So it's the same today. It's the same today. People are attracted to the Jesus in you. People are attracted to the Jesus in you. People are attracted to the Jesus in you. People who are not attracted to the Jesus in you are the religious folk. Right. The ones that claim to be godly people. Right. Okay. Tie up Tyler. Tyler is a war machine for God. Oh. You know, you know what war machine is, right? War machine is a superhero. Oh. From the Iron Man series. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Love him. How old is he? And where on earth did you find him? <laughs> I ask myself that question every day. Where the heck did we find him? Aw, I is, love him. I think he's in his 20s. He's 28. Oh, he's 20. Didn't he tell us that the I other day? I would even remember. I'm pretty sure. Tyler's going to hear this and go, he does not listen to me when I talk. 
Tyler, I know how you feel. Um, where on earth, uh, where was he? I met him at the, the Chuck Pierce event, the prophetic uh, convention thing. Right. A conference. Right. That he did. And I met him there. I sat right next to him. Right. And then I started reading his mail. He actually, Tyler tells that story on the first or second episode of We Identify.us. So has this listen listener, it. does he say he's listened to his podcast? I'm assuming he has. All right, if you haven't, Tyler has his own podcast. It's called We Identify. He is a big Righteousness is a God oh, yeah. fan. He loves talking about it. He was actually on our live broadcast. The last two episodes. Back in April. The last two episodes, but particularly the last one in April. He was like, I could talk about righteousness of God all day long. Yeah, I love right. it. I love it. I love it. So yeah. um, He's a powerhouse for righteousness. So tune into his podcast if you have not heard that yet. They're he great. is terrific. And he dropped the stumpus with a bunch of questions <laughs> for his 12th episode. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> that was great. That's up there now. Yes. Okay. Facebook Church. I really enjoyed the last two episodes of the new Facebook Church you guys are doing. I work during the time you guys are live, but I watched the rerun on the site. Is Tyler going to be a regular on that? Love you guys so much. A regular, like it's a TV show. No, but... Uh, I, I, he comes <laughs> over the last Wednesday of every month. He's a regular. He's a regular. He's a regular character on the show. Um, <laughs> he's not a character. That's oh, the he's real... A he's a character, all right. <laughs> but he's a real thing. Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, whoever comes comes. It's 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 like church, you know. Yeah. Like it, we don't keep atten- we don't take attendance or we don't know where you live. But if you're interested in attending, well, you you work during that time. But right, I don't know yeah. But um, I'm so glad that you you tune in later on. That's yeah, really Amen. really cool. God's fish tank. I heard Frank talking on a podcast that wasn't this one. Okay, it was called Catching Up with Vince. There you go. How many businesses does Frank own? Is it godly to chase money like that? I'm truly asking. Not to sound like mean or something. Aww. He's like a shark in God's fish tank. That's interesting that Ooh, you would say I that. I love that. Well, okay, here's the thing. I, I, <laughs> I don't chase money, number one. I'm a wealth generator, and my wife is a wealth generator. I have different businesses that I'm involved in as my you know, quote-unquote day job, if you want to call it that, what I do for a living, right? How can I explain this without well, sounding like... Here's it. here, here, let me ask this question. People listening, and I'm sure we have business owners, we have people who have jobs. Take that phrase out of it for a minute. Okay. People who have jobs have jobs because in the world we live in, you know, we need money as a tool. Right. We need it to... Pay for our rent, pay for our mortgage, pay for our gas in our car, pay yeah. for heat, food. pay for food. Right. That's how our our system operates right now. Right. However, you can get things without money too, and that's godly sure. because the favor of favor. God is on you. Right. Surprisingly enough, you might find is that people will give you stuff just because sure. you have the favor of God. Just even like people that don't even like you. People like Joseph in the Bible was yep. was covered with favor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he became the second in command of all of Egypt from the prison cell. Right. Was Joseph chasing money? It's just that money is going to be attracted to you because in our system today, it's a tool for us to get things. So you need it in order to pay for your everyday existence. Right. You also need it to be a blessing. Right. Because if there's a need in your church, in your community, in your neighborhood, there's a brother in need, a sister in need, isn't it nice to be able to bless them? 
we need a vehicle and God's given us gifts that will bring us wealth. Right. And we use wisdom, godly wisdom to increase our wealth because we're already blessed. Right. We're blessed in order to be a blessing both to ourselves, our families and to the world around us. So that when when people see us, they go, wow, look at that guy. He's so blessed. Everything he touches is blessed. What does he know that I don't know? Well, let me tell you. Right. Let me tell you about how good God is. So, no, it's not chasing money. It's using your gifts to manifest the blessing so that then you can pass that on and be a blessing. All right. right. So, no, I don't chase money, and it's not... uh... It isn't godly to chase money because the, the love of money is the root to all evil. But money is not you, the root to all evil. Here's, a, here's a, maybe here's a, a good tip. Find out what your gifts are. We, had, we did a podcast about this. Right. Find out what your gifts are and operate in those gifts and use those gifts and talents to make an income. Yeah, because God gave you the gifts to, to right. do that very thing and to make Whether a Whether it's to teach or to create or it's artistic, or it's musical, or it's construction, right. or whatever. Or it's, it's you know dealing with people. Absolutely. Management, organizing, whatever. All right. Hungry in Ohio. This is my favorite podcast ever. Frank is hilarious, as is Christina. Their candor and chemistry make it seem like you're in the room with them and that they've been your friends for years. They just create such an inviting and hilarious environment. I look forward to end of the month Wednesdays on Facebook from the second I finish watching it. Please come to Ohio soon and do a live podcast event. Smiley face. That sounds like fun. That does sound like fun. I want to do that. Let's look into that. I I want to go in an RV across the country doing live events. Live podcast events. Yes. Okay. Let's well, make that happen. I don't know. I, well, how. We're in the middle of a couple of things right now, so let's just. I want to do it now. I know you do. Process. Yes. Okay. Oh, you hear that music? You know what that means? <gasps> Yay! Hello, Hello Captain, Captain Britain. Britain. Okay. The cap says. Yeah. Now you guys have done it. Uh oh. The Who Are You episodes nearly toppled the minds of my students. We're still reeling from the extraordinary revelation we all received from the Lord on those two shows. Wow. To be totally honest, it did a number on my own mind, forcing me to reevaluate just who I truly am. I see that I've allowed myself to get wrapped up with everything I do to reveal who I am. I'm a professor. No, I'm the righteousness of God. It's because of that fact that I profess. Wow. Just brilliant. Well done, mates. Two brilliantly produced episodes. Again, well done. Love, CB. Aww. Captain Britain. Yeah, that question. Uh, thank you so much for sending that. Frank has been making it his mission to ask people that, you know, in different different environments. Yeah. And it messes people up. It really does. Because <laughs> we in our society, we have become what we do and not who we are. Right. And then when people lose what they do... They become lost, and then I think depression sets in, and then the, sure. the, they're, they're roaming the world going, what was this all about? I think this happens to people who retire. Mm. So, yeah, like a revelation just now, like wow. when people, you know, they look forward to retirement, I can't wait to retire, I can't wait to retire, I can't. and then they retire, 
and then you find out, oh my god, they died. Like they died yeah. within like a year or like five a year years or two of them, years, yeah. and like they never really enjoyed their quote unquote retirement because I think their identity was so wrapped up into what they were doing, and then right. now they're not doing it, and now right. they're like, what am I doing? Oh. So that that's so important. There's there's honor in what you do, yes. To have a job or a, a thing to use your gifts, yes. But who are you when right. all that is not around? Right. That's that's, that's what you got to get you got to get to the core of. I would be curious, Captain Britain, if you can or you want to share with us like some of the testimonies that maybe came out of it, or that would really encourage us. So if you want to share that in the in the future, let us let us know. Amen. We'd love to hear. That is good stuff. All right, the last entry is from Holy Ghost and Me, and you want to kind of sit back and oh, relax. No. What? <laughs> I'm going to start crying. Well, this is pretty intense. Oh. I am a customer quality technician rep, and I work in Sydney, Australia. After listening to both Who Are You episode segments and watching Michael Todd as per your recommendation, I have spent the last two weeks literally asking everyone, I think, on my job the question, Who are you? No one could answer that question. No one. The answer would always come back to what the person does or as to how many children they have or what their interests are. No one could answer it. Okay. A few got physically upset and cried. Not upset with me, but with the fact that they couldn't answer it. Mm-hmm. Two guys even approached me and said, okay, so who are you then? Thinking they somehow caused me to fail, I answer them, I'm the righteousness of God. Nothing can change it, and I can't possibly lose it. Oh, yeah! If Good any, answer! <laughs> if everything ends up gone tomorrow, I'm still the righteousness of God, and will go forward with that only. Yes! Who I am has zero to do with my experience, my goals, my dreams, my interests, etc. My identity is what brings great things into my life, not what I do. Yay! That's a great answer! I'm stealing it! Upon hearing this, this duo was stunned, and long story short, I let them bolt to the Lord. Yay! (laughs) Shortly afterward, they ran around the office telling people to ask me who I am. Go on, ask me. They would answer that. They're the righteous of God. And others would ask them what that meant. They didn't know how to explain it, so they would bring them to my desk. <laughs> Soon, I had a circle of people around my desk listening to me explain what being the righteous of God is all about. As great as that is, it gets better. I can't take anymore! <laughs> my supervisor, I'll call him Mr. Frog, <laughs> Mr. Frog, <laughs> called me to his office and said, Stop being a drongo at... What's a drongo? <laughs> Stop being a drongo asking people who they are. You're causing people to talk and not work. Do it again, and it's your arse. Uh Uh-oh. I then asked Mr. Frog who he was. (laughs) Needless to say, he told me to get out. (laughs) Two days later... So, this person was fired. What? Yes. Oh, (laughs) Two days later, I receive a phone call from the head of the company. I'll call him Mr. Kenny. Unbeknownst to me, his niece is working there on a temporary basis, and she was one of the women I asked that question of. She couldn't answer it, so she asked her uncle, Mr. Kenny, and he had no answer. It really bothered him. He asked me to come in for a meeting. I told him that I had been terminated. I know, he said, so I went in for this meeting anyway. He asked me to please explain the question. I wound up just witnessing to him. I had nothing else to lose. After telling him how I've been made into the righteousness of God, he sat there looking totally gassed. 
not only did he rehire me, he also accepted the Lord right there in his office. I also later find out that his niece overheard Mr. Frog fire, and later on the next day, Mr. Kenny fired him. Oh. So she heard him, heard her being fired by Mr. Frog. Okay. Later on the next day, Mr. Kenny fired Mr. Frog. I now have been rehired as Mr. Frog's replacement. An office with a view. See attached picture. My other position had a view of an inside wall and no office. A huge wage increase. And the best part of this is that as part of my new position, I have to come into work two hours early on Fridays to host a Bible study in Mr. Kenny's office. Oh, my God! One of my plans is to play this podcast and have a study about it. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity, and thank you to the Who's Your Daddy podcast. <laughs> Here's a view from my new office. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got to see this. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, man. You could pray over your city every day. Oh, that's right. Just lift your hands to that city. We'll do it right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank for, you, Lord. What city is this? Uh, Sydney. Sydney, Whatever Australia. city is in Australia, Lord, we we lift this city up to you that there is going to be a revelation, revolution there. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, and Lord. And this listener will will be in the front lines. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Oh, wow. man. How she got cool. Mr. Frog's job. Is it a she? Is it? <laughs> you always think it's I always, a she. I don't, I don't always think it's a he. That's so weird. All right. Well, is that, is, isn't Sydney the one with those those? No, shells? that's not. That's not. What you're thinking of now. But it's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Wow, what a view. Listen, that is so cool. And I just want, if you're listening to this and you've heard the other questions. Yeah. This is not about chasing dollars. No, it's not. But yet, the favor of the Lord. (laughs) uh, What? What? I like that she led those two guys to the Lord and then they went around saying, Ask me who I am. Ask me who I am. Listen, that is the favor of the Lord. (laughs) Don't be ashamed. I mean, it's scary because, oh, no, I got fired. But but when you know that you're the righteousness of God, another, another that was an answer to another question. When you know the, you're the righteousness of God, everything you can rest. You can rest. You don't have to worry about your job or, or your income because you rest and you know you're blessed. Right. Because you're the righteousness of God. Not that anything that you've done. Not that, that of your intellect or lack of your intellect or your schooling or lack of your schooling or your race, your color, your your inheritance. It's about Jesus mm. and you're part of that family. I think it's so cool that uh, unbeknown, unbeknownst to this person, this person asked his niece. Maybe he didn't he or she didn't know it was Mr. Kenny's niece. No, she it sounds like she didn't know. That's so cool. Or he didn't know. That is so Awesome. And she I overheard love her being it. fired and saying, Hey, who are you, Mr. Kenny? Uncle Kenny, or whatever his name is. That and is it bothered him. Such a good <laughs> Wow. And yeah, that question bothers people. That that <laughs> bothers people. And it's good. It's not a bad bother, it's no, a good it's bother because it makes people think. Really, what who am I if everything disappears tomorrow? Stop who asking am people I? who they are. It's that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, Man, I'm going to read this again and again and again. Who are you? (laughs) Get out. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. And pray for Mr. Pray, Frog. Pray for Mr. Frog. Because, Mr. you know, Frog. God loves Mr. Frog too. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is that great. Is the, that is God right there. That is Jesus at work. That is the Holy Spirit at work. That is the blessing at work. There it is. You want to see manifestation? There it is. All right, so I'm going to just read this one part again, and I want podcast here to listen to this and write it down. Maybe I'll transcribe it and put it on there, something you could print out, and you could read it every day before you leave the house. So here it is. I'm the righteousness of God. Nothing can change it, and I can't possibly lose it. If everything ends up gone tomorrow, I'm still the righteousness of God and will go forward with that only. Who I am has zero to do with my experience, my goals, my dreams, interests, etc. My identity is what brings great things into my life, not what I do. I That's love it. very cool. Thank you for, for writing that because we are going to print that up, we're going to post it, and we're going to speak it every And, and we're going to put hyphen Holy Ghost and me 229 as the author Unless you want us to put your real name, which I don't have, you're going to have to send it to me. Thank you so much for that testimony. I'm telling you right now, that's going a- across the globe. Wow. You are so far away for us, from us physically, but like you're right here with us in our living room, and we're right there with you in Australia. Oh, I'm so excited that we're going to meet someday, if not on Earth, in heaven. <laughs> and we're going to laugh about this. And you know what? Mr. Frog will be there too. Amen. So it's 20 after 12 p.m. So it's 20 after 12 in the afternoon right here in New Jersey. I'm going to ask Google real quick. What time is it in Sydney, Australia right now? The time in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia is 2.20 a.m. on Monday. Wow. So that's 14 hours. Wow. Tomorrow. It's already Monday there. It's already the next day. You're in the future. You're in the future. Wow. (laughs) Uh, that's we have a pretty friend, cool. uh, a fellow Christian in New Zealand. That's kind yes, of near you, that's right? right? Auckland. Yeah, because when, whenever Frank texts him, he's like, mate, it's 3 o'clock in the morning here. <laughs> <laughs> well, shut your phone off, dude. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> cool. That was great. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Thank you for sending us that. But more importantly, thank you for stepping out. Man, it's scary sometimes, especially on the job. Thank you for being so bold and so confident and so courageous. This person Be didn't not afraid. Be courageous. That's what God said to, 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 uh, <laughs> Joshua. He said, Moses is dead. Moses is dead, meaning the old school is dead. Moses was great for his time. He was a great man, but he was living in the law. We are free of the law. Living in the law, man. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Woo! (laughs) Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Well, until next time, remember this. We love you. God loves you. And And Jesus Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast from the History with God Ministries. This teaching is a powerful ministry tool that you can use to experience the power of God in your life. Thank you again for listening and for helping us reach the world with the love of Jesus. A History with God Ministries. Seeing, hearing, remembering. 
Until next time, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed.